Welcome back to War with Cinema. I'm your host, Greg, your local metalhead, a.k.a. Formidable Beast, and with me is... Par the Collector, a.k.a. Nico Escapar. <laughs> nice. Today we're doing uh, Harsh Times. Harsh Times. Fucking... You said it before I recorded, but what'd you say? <sighs> Fucking loved it, bro. Yeah? Yeah, I'm, I'm the first one to concede, dude. You picked a good one. But I fuck with David Ayers, though. That's what people need to know up front. Like, I love David Ayers' work. I don't uh, think I don't think he makes like outside of Suicide Squad, but that's not his fault. Bad movie. I I didn't even think Suicide was bad. I just feel like the, the Warner Brothers fucked that movie up. He yeah. didn't like if we'd have got to see just like Justice League, if we'd have got to see his version of what Suicide Suicide Squad wanted to be. It would have been amazing. I think it would have been a lot better because he wanted Jared Leto's Joker to be the bad guy. Yep. But the fucking studio kept pushing the chick on him. Enchantress kept pushing her mm-hmm. for the lead, but. Uh, we're not here to talk about Suicide Squad. It's harsh times. So. We could do a whole episode on that fucking movie. We could. I expect we will one day. But I do love David Ayer and mm-hmm. uh, Christian Bale. And, oh yeah, Christian Bale and uh, even the little guy, uh, Freddie Marti- uh, he, Rodriguez. He was great in this movie. He's great in a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you ever see? Um, not Death Proof, but the one, the other Grindhouse one, the no. one that Ro- Robert Rodriguez did, uh, mm-hmm. Planet Terror. He's good in that too. He plays El Ray in that one. He's a oh. badass in that one. I have to check it out. This like, one, he's more like the Ethan Hawke, of like you know, if this was like a Training Day type of deal. Yeah, he'd be like the Ethan Hawke guy. He played a hard ass role in this movie, though. Yeah. So tell me about Harsh Times. Harsh Times. Okay, you've got Christian Bale, who is a uh, veteran of the uh, Desert Storm. I'm mm-hmm. assuming, or Iraq War. I don't know. This movie takes place like around that early time. 2000s. You know, I would imagine late 90s. Yeah. Around there, but um. Yeah, he's a uh, he's a he's a veteran. He's been hanging out in Mexico, trying to get over the war, and uh, he's also been trying to become a LAPD in the meantime. But like when he's not in LA doing cop stuff, he's back in Mexico because he's got a girl there. Yeah, and uh, they're from the bottom, the bottom bottom. Oh, they're of living in the shed. Yeah, but I tell you what, though, man. Th- th- later on in the movie, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but uh, later on. Those same people are getting down, man. Like, they're living oh. their best life. Like, you wouldn't tell that they're poor by the way they act. Oh, and, definitely. You know, just, like, makes you feel like what Mexico could have been without the cartels fucking shit up, like, the way they do. Mm-hmm. But anyways, movie's got nothing to do with the cartel. Um, his chick's from Mexico or whatever. He goes back to L.A. because he's about to get uh, inducted into the LAPD. And then he goes and gets this letter, which he thinks he's about to go start training, and he's about to go do that. And he gets a letter telling him that they he's no longer eligible. They're kicking him out. But why? Because that's a big point. They don't tell him, though, right then. He just tells him. Oh, that, right. You know what I mean? But he, he doesn't goes, find out later. But he gets a phone call from the Homeland Security, and they want him. Mm-hmm. So he goes to the interview. But uh, in the meantime, it cuts into his friend, who's named Mike, which is Freddie Rodriguez. Right. And his banging ass wife, uh, fucking Eva Longoria. Oh, yeah. my God, dude. Can I just shout out how big of a bitch Tony Parker is in real life? That was his old lady in real life. Bro. Oh, was it really? And he cheated on her. Who cheats on that bitch, bro? I don't know. That's a desperate housewife, dog. <laughs> you don't cheat on a desperate housewife. You know what I mean? Uh, she, he probably cheated with like a five, too. Actually, it was his teammate's wife. Oh, yeah? Well, one of them. I'm assuming there was more. Like, you got to be fucking at least 10 other bitches if yeah. you're going to cheat on her. Yeah, exactly. You got to have a bunch in the back. 
and she's young and banging in this movie too. She's probably this is probably ten years before fucking Desperate Housewives. So I think this. Let me look real quick, but you keep talking. Yeah, but um. Anyways, they're uh they're going through a rough patch because, um, I'm assuming they know each other from just childhood friends. Or I don't know if they served together. It doesn't. I don't think they served together. It, they no, just know it each other really from say. growing up because they're both down as fuck. That's like their best friends. They're like brothers. 2005 is when this came out. Okay, so uh, yeah, all right. Yeah, so it could have been either Iraq war. Yeah, you know they I mean? don't really say like they keep it vague for a reason because that's not the point. Well, anyways, he's a bad motherfucker. He's seen some shit and done some shit over there, and it's made him a hard motherfucker. Like yeah. he doesn't back down from anybody. He's the, like one of the only white dudes in any of these neighborhoods in this movie, and he just doesn't give a fuck. Well, that's the thing. He went into the war, and he's trying to get LAPD, but he's kind of like a piece of shit criminal. Yeah. At the same time, like because he's had to be so strict and so, but now he's doing drugs and drinking every day, stealing, holding people hostage because of all the shit that he's done over there. Like it's just normal day life, which you know what I mean. Yeah, exactly. Show um, what war's like, but they steal this gun from these yeah. this guy from gangbangers. Chicky used to fuck. Yeah, yeah, and they want to sell the gun to get some cash, mm -hmm. and they take it to this one. I guess this guy, like an arms dealer or whatever. Yeah. In the middle of Terry talking Cruz. to this. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Terry Crews cameo, man. He was great. <laughs> Dude walks up as they're about to do the deal and cuts the man's throat right in front of them. And oh, yeah, with the, the fucking fuck bottle. Out. Yeah, gave his ass the old Colombian necktie. And, like, they drive away. Christian Bale's, like, excited. Like, he's, mm. like, it, like adrenaline to him and the other guy's freaking out like i've never seen any shit like that that's what makes me think he hasn't served obviously but he's like i haven't seen any shit like that you're so calm like what the yeah like how is that normal to he's you like, he's I've like i've seen motherfucker shot bro but that shit right there was some other shit he's like that shit didn't even phase you did it because like he's like oh i seen way worse shit in iraq mm -hmm. or afghanistan or wherever the fuck he says but like it's just like fuck dude this man's lost his shit for real he said one thing that really like fucking stuck with me he said his friend laid on a grenade had his arms oh yeah both his legs and one of his arms blown off and he wanted to commit suicide but he couldn't because he doesn't have any arms or legs like that would fuck yeah. with me so hard like yeah. that really sat with me for some he reason he said he wanted to die but he couldn't yeah that was fucked up plays in big at the end yeah but, uh yeah man and so they're just running around east la just fucking doing whatever they're getting drunk in fucking middle of the day he's fucking calling his wife's voicemail and leaving fake fucking because <laughs> like, he's supposed uh, to be looking for a job he's looking for a job that's what i meant to say they're actually going through a rough time him and his wife because she's being a lawyer she's about to become a lawyer mm -hmm. full-time and he was supporting them with whatever he was doing yeah before and then he's they outsourced his job so he's a, he's got no job, and of course at that same time Christian Bale's come back into his life and fucking everything up yep. because when they hung out when they were brothers in the shit together like all they did was fucking fuck shit up and get fucked up so yep. now they're doing that shit back again. It and, reminds me of someone like in their early twenties that just did a bunch of crazy shit and then in their thirties they don't know how to move on from that right. so they keep doing that shit like they keep reaching Bale. out for older older people that they were chilling with yeah trying to get back into the same shit or they just love that that because I get that sometimes I'm like man it was yeah. so fun on the weekends just getting fucking blasted and walking yeah. into work on Monday just hung over shit because I had a great weekend but at the same time I'm a grown adult and I can't do that shit anymore <laughs> yeah it's it's, it's 
That's the thing about it, because like we all, that's why I think this movie is so good because it's so relatable mm-hmm. and it's written so well. David Ayers wrote and directed it, so I, uh, that makes I, a lot of sense to me. I couldn't really remember this movie because I saw it so long ago, so I rewatched it for this one. And after I was done, I'm like, oh shit! I think I gave Nick like his new favorite movie because I've seen shit. a lot of you like your. I don't know. A lot of the things I enjoy about movies, like yeah, for yeah, one, yeah. Uh, it's not that I'm just always into a straight shoot 'em up movie. You know what I mean? But like when there's plot with it, and and the violence isn't just like, oh, these guys just got in a gunfight because we needed ten minutes of fucking filler. Mm-hmm. You know, all the violence was calculated. It was. It, it made sense. It made the story better, and and it kept like, what the fuck is gonna happen next to these dudes? Because, exactly. Like, Every time they think that they're about to get out of uh, whatever situation they're in, mm-hmm. you know, they rob those guns from those gangbangers so they were going to sell them so they could get money because they're both broke as fuck. Yep. But at the same time, the guy they go to sell the gun to gets fucking bottled in the throat. Yep. So now they got the guns. Now they're fucking witness to a murder. You know, then they get pulled over. They both got fucking alcohol, drugs in the car, gun in the car. Mm-hmm. And uh cop happens to be somebody they served with or well, one of them served with. Yep. And uh, he gives them the address to another veteran and another army buddy that they know and uh, tells them to chill out, be careful, And but he ain't going to fuck them up because old boy's driving, Freddie, or Mike in the movie. He's driving. He ain't got a suspended license. Just all this shit. Just all these potential for this fucking shitstorm to happen. And the whole movie, you're sitting there waiting like, when's the bottom going to fall out of yep. this shit? And that's what I thought was so great, man. That's why I said it was good, well-written. It because is. Because it moved and yeah, man, this was definitely one of those movies. The crime drama, I would say, is like my favorite movie next mm-hmm. to comedy. I would. And what's say. funny is like this movie is probably where we bleed into each other, like movie wise, yeah. what we like because the the whole point of this movie mm-hmm. is to watch Christian Bale lose his fucking mind. Like he's yeah. a psychotic breakdown. What you were saying earlier, he didn't get into the. Uh, um, well, oh, he didn't get LAPD, LAPD. Yeah. because he uh, failed his psych test because of all the fucking shit he's done, like. And then when he goes in for the Homeland Security interview, they're like, look, you failed your piss test. You failed your psych eval. Mm-hmm. We don't really give a shit about any of that because we know what you can do. We still need killers out there. Yeah. We still need motherfuckers doing the dirty work. They want to send them to Columbia. Columbia to, to fucking... take on the cartels, yep. which if they would have made a sequel, man, fuck, that would have been good, too. <laughs> Think about it, though, dude. Yeah, watching him down there, like, taking him out. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like, all these things, we don't do spoilers and shit because of the fact that... Like these movies are older. Yeah, the movie's older. If you now, haven't seen it, kiss my ass. You know exactly. Like, but I think that, like, because we're doing older movies, you're not going to pick this up in the dollar bin and watch it. It's something that you love and you want to hear somebody talk about. So you yeah. look it up and you've already seen it. That's why I don't really care about the spoilers unless it's new. Movies. Well, I mean, for somebody like like if there is one of these movies that we talk about and based off of what we say, then they're like, you know what? Fuck it, man. I don't care that one of them hated it. I will still like to give it a watch. True. You know what I mean? So I like to leave some of that out, but like you said, you don't have to listen the whole way through. I feel like we go through the movie before we just start throwing out like fucking bombshells and stuff, mm-hmm. but if the ending not played out the way it did, <laughs> the sequel would have been fucking dope. <laughs> so dope. So we only got like halfway through the movie. There's still like a whole oh, yeah, other yeah, yeah. half to go. So they're they're both in suits the whole time, which is very Pulp Fiction, like a Pulp Fiction vibe Esque, going yeah. on. And I really like that. I was like, I thought that was a shout out maybe to Quentin because they're just everywhere they're in their suits. So everybody assumes they're either a fucking cop or like a fed or something like that. So they're just bullying through fucking East Los Angeles, <laughs> doing whatever the fuck they want. So just, they, 
They're getting fucked up in broad daylight. Just yeah, like, exactly. They steal weed from a fucking weed dealer. Like <laughs> they're just fucking smoking in vacant parking lots and shit. One like, person that I forgot that had a cameo in this is fucking Terry Crews. Yeah, Terry Crews had a great five minutes in that movie. Yeah, they finally found someone that would buy the gun that they stole, and it's fucking Terry Crews. And he, but he ain't so, have no money. Yeah, and so. Terry Crews wants to like hang out with him. That's that was funny. They're all smoking a joint with Terry Crews, and he makes the phone call, <laughs> and like. The dumbass doesn't hang up the phone, and they're all laughing like, "Oh, we totally fooled your wife!" High five and his shit. Yeah, he was. He left a fake message as yeah. as if it was an interview. Yeah, like they wanted to call him back for an interview. Yeah. And uh, of course, he goes home feeling good. They just robbed a bunch of people and fucking did a bunch of crazy shit. Yep. He made it home and he's fucked up. He's doing coke, all this other shit. And his wife's like, you're fucked up right now? He's like, I'm celebrating. I think I got a job. I was hanging out with this black manager today, office manager. Uh-huh. We were kicking it. It was cool. He's like, play the message. <laughs> that was his undoing. Yep. Because they didn't hang out the phone. She hears it all. She tells him to get the fuck out. And like, instead of being a smart man and realizing his wife was just looking out for him, mm-hmm. he's like, fuck you, bitch. You want me to leave? I'll leave. I thought that was kind of comedy yeah. right there. <laughs> I'll fucking leave. <laughs> She's like, well, then fucking leave. He's Everyone like, that's been in like a serious relationship has had that conversation. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you just know you're wrong, but at that point, you've committed to being wrong, but like, fuck it. I'm not or going just down. yelling at each other. She's yeah. like, the woman's like, get the fuck out. And I'm like, I'm gone. I'm going to fucking leave. She's like, go then. He's picking up his coat, doing this shit. I'll fucking leave. <laughs> and I'll never come back. <laughs> I was just like, that's fucking gold right yeah. there. But yeah. So he goes, sleeps with, uh, Christian sleeps Bale. on Christian Bale's couch, yeah. and he wakes up to Christian Bale just ironing the shit out of the shirt. Which I liked this scene. I I had not seen. Well, I mean, now I've seen a billion Christian Bale movies, so I know that that's how great he of an actor he is. Mm-hmm. But at the time, um, two thousand five, he'd had some some good movies. I would assume but... he's he's honest come up. With you know this what movie. I mean? He did the prestige by then. He's done uh fucking He was in a lot of movies, but he wasn't like a household name, not till right. Batman. No, but I loved him in fucking Rain of Fire. Yeah. Rain of Fire is amazing. Rain of Fire? I don't think I've seen it's that. It's the dragon movie, bro. I have not seen that. What? It's on your list, dog. Really? Yep, you're watching it now, man. It looks so bad. I know what you're talking about now, and it the trailer looks you so gotta bad. You gotta think though, for nineteen ninety nine, bro, they did the best they could. <laughs> like and the dragons don't look like shit. I don't know where everybody's beef comes from from that movie. Matthew McConaughey does a great job. I thought the same thing about Dragonheart until I watched the trailer for Dragonheart, and I'm like, oh, that didn't age well at well, all. Well, Dragonheart's like one of those movies, like, it's a nostalgia. Yeah. You were a kid when you saw that. Like, yeah, but I was going to let my, wa- my wife watch it, and then I was like, oh, no, don't watch that, because you'll ruin it. It's fucking it. Sean Connery playing a dragon. It's the most amazing it's James thing Bond is a dragon. You watch that movie. Dennis Quaid just giving his best. Like, I like that movie, bro. I Fuck didn't him. know Christian Bale was in Reign of Fire, if I'm being honest. It's him and... Uh, I forget the other dude, but he's a big deal, too. He's another British actor. And then Matthew McConaughey plays an American in there. But, like, they're just surviving, like, the dragons take over the world. Like, Yeah, put that on my list. I want to watch that. <laughs> it's good, dude. I like it. I like it. It's a good movie. But mm-hmm. so, yeah, a Christian- lot of people shit on it. But, yeah, Christian Bale, like, that's when, uh, like, if I had seen this before I watched all of his movies, you know what I mean? I would have been like, well, that's a key right there that that dude is, because he is ironing the shit out of the shirt. Yeah, it's showing his... Because um, that part of the military, you know, exactly. can't fuck off. You know, shit's got to be on point. Mm-hmm. And uh, David Ayer, 
actually served, man. So that's uh, actually like a lot of his movies. They either have like a military aspect to them or um, like a callback to war. I appreciate that because it gives like some authenticity to the movie. Like he knows what those people are like, like what they went through. Fury. So he knows. He did Fury. Oh, I fucking love Fury. Yes, Fury is an amazing movie. He brought back Shia LaBeouf for me in that movie. Yeah, he really did. Shia's got a lot of hits. He does though. Like he's got tons more hits than shit. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. If you like get rid of Transformers, like I fuck with Transformers though. First one, not because they're amazing, just because like Fun I, the kid inside movie. of me loves that shit. You yeah. know what I mean? You showed me something I ain't seen before. Now would I put them on my list of top twenty favorite movies of all time? No, fuck no. Like you said, maybe the first one for shock value, just never seeing some shit like that before. Mm-hmm. That good because of the cartoons. Yeah, it's a cartoon, bro. There's only so much you can do with that. But when you watched a real motherfucking Mack truck. That's what I appreciated because I'm a graphic designer. And when I seen Transformers, like the first one, I was like, holy fucking shit, these people are talented. It's like when I first saw a fucking T-Rex come onto a screen. You know what I mean? It's just like, wow, never thought I'd see that in my life. (laughs) There it is. That's where I get suckered into those fucking Jurassic Park movies because I (laughs) love watching. Give give them all my money, dude. I just want to see dinosaurs. That's all I care about. Right? Like, <laughs> I don't fucking like a bass eat too much, bro. Just give me People a are like, dinosaur. the story sucks. I don't care, but there's a T-Rex. They keep talking about going to Mars, cloning sheep and shit, trying to make new humans. Fuck that shit, bro. Make me a dinosaur. Yeah. Show me a fucking dinosaur. We're this close to bringing back a woolly mammoth. Let's fucking do it. Let's just do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's certain animals still around. Take an alligator, crocodile, mix genetics. I don't give a fuck. Do something. Yeah. Give me a T-Rex in real life. <laughs> That'd be the most baller shit it's, ever. It's almost 2020. Why do we not have real T Rexes right. roaming the streets? <laughs> People got them all on fucking leashes. Come here. You guys are worried Get about the here. wrong thing. We're worried about flying cars. Give us T Rex. Yeah. Fuck a flying car, bro. Fuck that. I, don't I would mind. take a T Rex over a flying car any day. Especially if you put a saddle on that motherfucker and ride it, dude. Get the fuck out of here. So, have you ever seen? Do you ever watch that movie Law or a show Lost that my wife and I did? The... No, fuck, I don't watch Lost. So there's this spoilers, but there's this uh, creature that kind of like haunts the people or whatever and fucks with them. It doesn't show you what it is for the longest time, and I'm like, please be a T Rex, please be a T Rex. <laughs> She's like, that's fucking stupid. I'm like, no, it's not. It's fuck T Rex. It makes sense, but it's not. It's a smoke monster. A what? It's a smoke monster. It's just a big black cloud smoke. of smoke. Yep. Does it have eyes or anything? Nope. It's just a big cloud of smoke that's like going through the island fucking with them. Thanks for watching that show for me, bro. Yeah. So I don't have to sit through fucking. that. Appreciate you. You're doing God's work on that one. <sighs> Definitely. But back to the story. He's going for the interview for Homeland Security and he fucking he's pressing it out and he's like, You're not worried about your psych evaluation? He's like, I know how to fucking rig all that shit. They gave the same standardized test for this, this, and this. He's like, I've mastered it, I know how to answer it. He's like, You can pass a polygraph. He's like, all you gotta do is clench your asshole and it won't fucking make the machine fuck up. And he's like, Wow, you really done he's like, You really know how to work the system. He's like, That's all I do. Because yep. he's like a fucking criminal, but he's also served his country. It's yeah. fucking great character, man. Like Christian Bale, like if I had not seen all the shit and know he could act, that would have been one of the first movies I'd have been like, yeah, that dude can fucking act. Mm-hmm. But he does, he puts his, he puts his work in on that one. But this is when he goes to the polygraph and he's like, hey, stop tightening your asshole or get the fucking thing out of your shoe. Yeah. Like answer these questions right or I'm going to fucking fail you. So they're like, hey, you're fucking crazy, but we want to send you, like you said. They got the fuck- guy sitting in the fucking shadows, the CIA guy. <laughs> big fat know? guy. <laughs> yeah, big fat bald dude. It looks like he's been in a fucking computer room for 20 years. Comes out. He's like, I just want to let you know I'm sending you to Columbia. 
And I'm taking a fucking chance on you. I was like, sounds like you're sending him to certain death. Yeah. Because uh, down in Colombia, they ain't fucking around about them cartels. He must have been good at his job if they're going to oh, yeah. do that for him. Well, like... he's showing him all the pictures. Sorry to ruin your fucking lunch. He goes to shake the guy from Homeland Security's hand, and he's just like, get the fuck out of my office. Yeah, like, he's disgusted with the like, person he, he is. he fucking hacked these fucking terrorists up like mm-hmm. they were fucking lunch meat. Yeah, he killed people that he didn't need to kill. Yeah, he's like, they said don't leave nothing breathing. I do what I'm told. Yeah. I was like, fucking A, dude. <laughs> he's that guy. Real fucking Terminator. That's why they gave him salvation, dude. So they go to Mexico to celebrate and, you know, spend one last time with his li- his wife. Because- yeah, because they tell him, like, you can't marry the Mexican chick. Exactly. We're not going to let we're not gonna let that fly. Mm-hmm. Just go down to Colombia and get you some new, piss- some new pussy. Yep. So he goes to, like, tell her that he's going to miss her and shit. And then she drops the bomb that she's fucking pregnant with yep. his kid. And then what does he do? Fucking pulls a gun on her and tells her he's going to blow her fucking head off. And she doesn't care because she loves him. She loves him so much. She's like, I know what you are, and I love you, so if you want to kill me, go ahead. I was and like, that fucking fuck. sends him back into a fucking flashback. Like, you know. This is where we see the uh, the camera effects for the first time, and I love, love, love this effect, is David Ayer did something with the camera where it like, like swishes back and forth, it goes yellow. This is where Christian Bale is blurring the lines of reality and his psychosis, yeah. and I loved this part of that movie. The only reason he doesn't blow her head off is because his friend, Mike, comes mm-hmm. out and sees him, and he's just yelling his name. It takes him a minute to get it. Well, yeah, obviously, he... he's threatening to kill this chick and shit, so now we gotta go. And he snaps back to reality. They fucking pack it up, head back to the States. And then they drop the other guy off, this guy named Tucson, who they also knew from back in the day. Yeah. And the guy is Tucson. He was just there to buy the he gun. He was just here hanging out. Yeah, he bought the gun from him and stuff like that. So that was one problem they got out of. And they yeah. both, oh, by this time, Mike's also got a job because the guy that interviewed him, they know from back in the day, they're good friends and shit. Oh, so right. He gets the job at this really good company. Yeah, they're on their come up. Like, they're right. everything's starting to work out for exactly. them. Exactly. You start thinking, like, okay, why is this movie called Harsh Times? These guys seem like it's going to be a good ending. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Because you're rooting for them, you know? Even mm-hmm. though they're doing shit, it's like to bad people, so you don't feel that bad. Yeah, you're exactly. Still, they're anti-heroes at this point, I feel like. Yeah. But um, Bad people are doing bad things to bad people. Just Right. It's a whatever. Which, you know, I watch Goodfellas and shit like that. You root for the bad guys and that motherfucker, so that's, one of the, that's how I look at it. Anyways, they go to Mexico. Well, he made up with his old lady, told her he's got a job. Sorry for lying to her about the Terry Crews situation. And uh, so he's already fucked up because Christian Bale's like, this is the last chance we're going to have to chill before I get sent to Columbia. You don't even fucking care. No, you're you're mixing things up. This was before, this, this they, was before went they went to Mexico. Mexico. I'm just giving it context on later oh, right, on. Right. So the to Tucson, they come back to the States. They go to drop him off at his house. Yep. And uh, he's like, dude, you need some fucking help. Mm-hmm. Like I, do, I don't even know who you are anymore You used to be so mellow That's what yeah. he says You were so mellow He's like you're losing it You're losing your shit I'm not chilling with you Unless you get some fucking psychotic help Like some real help Alright And he tells him to 12 step off pussy <laughs> You're fucking dismissed bitch <laughs> And I was just like Oh Dude just turns around And he's like I'm sorry bro Like looking at Mike Like you're about to die Yeah This guy's gonna run you right off the cliff with him mm-hmm. They leave He's speeding like a motherfucker. They're still fucked up. They're still drinking. And uh, Mike's like, dude, I'm not fucking going down this rabbit hole with you anymore. Let me off. You're speeding and shit. Well, then Christian Bale 
fucking tells him I got 20 keys of fucking weed in the trunk. Yep. What do you mean? I got it at the party. Yeah. Three grand. I got fucking expenses, bro. I got bills that I got to put in storage. Yep. Said I need gas to training. Fuck your training, dude. I'm on probation. I'm going to go to fucking prison. Da, 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 da. That was fucked up. Like, how are you going to cross borders with drugs and not tell the person? He's like, you broke fucking homeboy code. And yep. that is, dude. That's that is homeboy like code. One of the worst ones, man. And uh, then something snaps inside, old boy. They do the fucking camera thing again. And then I'm like, oh, fuck. Now Mike don't care. Now Mike don't want to get home. He don't want to go to that job. Mm-hmm. He wants to ride off the cliff with him. So they go to, to drop the weed off at this guy's house. Well, of course. No, 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 you missed over. Oh, whatever. He holds oh, the, yeah, he gun put the gun. Oh, yeah, he puts the gun to Freddie's head, and that's what makes him lose his shit. My yep. bad. That's a big part. That is a big part. He's like, you've never put a motherfucking gun to my head, and I've never put a fucking gun to your head, and you going to do this to me? Out of everybody, like, I'm your brother. You do this to me? Yep. So that's when it snaps, and he's like, don't even take me home. Because Christian Bale, of course, snaps back into it. And yeah, and he like, realizes what I'm he so did. I'm so fucking sorry. Like, I'm a fuck up. I'm a fuck up. I'm going to get help and this and that. I just got to get to Georgia for this training. Like, they were going to help him. They were just going to send his ass to Columbia. <laughs> right. But so then Mike loses his shit, and he's just like, nah, take me to the take me to the deal with you. Yeah. So I can be done with this shit. Yeah. He done just, with you. He just wants to be done with the whole situation because right. he, he realizes he's just fucking losing his mind. So, of course... Oh, yeah, that's another thing. Everybody they run into, they ask Mike, who's Freddie Rodriguez, they ask him about his old lady because, of course, how fucking fine she is. Mm-hmm. See, like, if she's still with him. <laughs> that, that's what I always felt like. Yo, bro, you still with Celia or whatever the fuck her name is? Like, or was it Sheila? Some shit I don't like remember. That. But, uh, yeah, it's Eva Longoria. And he's like, I don't know. I'm going to find out tonight when I get home because she don't want him to go to Mexico because mm-hmm. she knows this motherfucker's about to lose it all. Yep. So... I just thought it was funny how they kept revisiting, like, everybody kept checking on how fucking fine his wife was. I didn't even think about that, but you're right. hilarious. (laughs) But anyways, they go to this dude, Casper, they know from back in the day, of course, because that's the whole thing. It's about respect and about knowing people. Yeah. Because they only make it through half of this bullshit because of all the relationships they had built over the years. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. And, uh, of course, the motherfucker in the gang... That's coming out to bring the money to him, it's so the they one can they get stole the, the gun from. It's the guy they stole the gun from. So that's great writing, bro. Tied it's all that shit great. in the third act back to the first act. Yes. Which check it on the old lady. All of it. It's beautiful, dude. It's probably David Ayer's great. That's what put him on, man. Yep. That's I think it is. This the, is like one of his first movies. Yeah, I think he did this before End of Watch. Mm-hmm. And I like End of Watch too. That's a good fucking Still movie. Still haven't seen that. Yeah, I got it on the list for you. You and Steven like want me to watch that so bad. It's a good movie, bro. Uh-huh. Anyways, but so what uh, happens when he finds out it's the guy that stole the gun? The dude says, "Fuck that! I ain't giving him shit for money." He's like, "I'm fucking killing this motherfucker." And the Spanish dude, because they're fucking down more than he's down with these two dudes, even though he's known him for years, says, "Well, you got to give my boy in the car a pass. He ain't got shit to do with this." He goes, "I don't give a fuck about that motherfucker." <laughs> he goes, "I'm gonna kill this fucking white boy." And uh, Christian Bale just tells old boy Mike, "Leave. Yep. I'll be fine. Just leave." Well, there's only one gun that works because they sold the other gun that works. Mm-hmm. The other one's a BB gun, and that's what Mike has tucked in his waistband for some fucking reason. I didn't even notice that. That was the BB gun, wasn't it? Yeah. Fucking so BB he gun. just pulls out like he's about to shoot old boy. So that takes his eyes off Christian Bale, and Christian Bale, you know the fucking drill. He's murdered m- tons of motherfuckers. Yep. He just, bam, 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 
bam, bam, drops him, dude. After Even he drops Casper the first like, guy, Casper's like, it's all good now. It's all it's good all now. Good. Bam, bam, gives him two to the chest. And then the last guy, Mike, gets his attention. He's like, stop fucking killing people, dude. Like, <laughs> please, can we just go? And then uh, Mike thinks he's going to get in the car. And then you hear, pop, pop. He kills the last dude. Yep. Well, then they hop in the car. They're getting ready to leave. And the last dude, the old man that they first talked to when they get there, yeah. comes out the house with this fucking bazooka shotgun, sawed off, pump motherfucker, and get some distance on it. That was my only thing. Like, yeah, real shit, dude. That, that shotgun would have made it. I was going like to say, feet, like, like, I don't think that shit's like real, but. First one's through the tail, through the tail light, through the back seat. Shreds his fucking guts. Yep. Second one takes half his fucking head off. Mm-hmm. So now they get away. Christian Bale's dying in the front seat of this car, and he's just like, "It hurts so fucking bad. Please kill me. Like, please be." Well, my- and he also he realizes what a fuck up he is. Like, he oh, realizes yeah. he's not all there anymore. He's right. like, "I can't do this anymore. I can't walk. I can't go on anymore, bro. Get mercy, kill me. Just yeah. like with a friend with he told about the grenade. He's like, "Please mercy, kill me, man." Yep. Like and. <laughs> when old boy started calling him, you are a fucking piece of shit. Fuck up. You fuck everything up. Da, 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 da. I thought the gun was going to be out of bullets, dude. Because <laughs> I thought that was going to be his penance. Like, uh-huh. you don't get the easy way out. You have to die the slow way because that would have been pretty cool, too. Shit. I didn't even think about that. But yeah, that would have been good. But he does. He, he did, he's a real fucking friend at the end of it all, bro. He gave him what he wanted. He fucking mm-hmm. shot him in the head and then runs home to that fine piece of ass, which is even longer. She, she has her car like packed up. She's, she's leaving, leaving his ass. She's done with this shit. But you know what? It's another little part you may not have picked up. When they get makeup after he t- right before he tells her that he's going to Mexico, if it, it, he pulls her shirt up and it shows her name, his name tattooed on her. Oh, I did Just see. like how that chick showed earlier. Like, when a chick gets your name tattooed on you back then, man, that means, like, that you own that ass. Yeah. And, like, her leaving symbolizes, like, that took a lot for her to get to that point because... That's why the ending of this movie, like, <laughs> I feel kind of lame saying this, but I watched this movie. My wife went to bed. She's like, I don't want to watch this shit. I'm going to bed. She goes to bed and goes to sleep. Mm-hmm. I watched this movie, and I don't remember it, but when it has this ending... She's like ready to leave. Like you said, it's a big yeah. fucking deal that she's yeah. leaving. Because like but she's he... been with him through all the dirt, <laughs> all that shit, you know? Exactly. But he runs up, like hugs her, and she hugs him back. She's like, like, I don't know. That was just real like shit. And I went to bed. Because that's real I... love right there, bro. Exactly. And I had to love on my wife. Like, yeah. I hope you're down for me that much. Like, yeah. if I fuck up this bad, I hope you're still there for me. Yeah. Like, it was just a real like. It's a real bit. It's a real fucking moment. That's a real love moment right there. Exactly. Like I said, man, first time ever for this whole fucking series, dude. Like, you got me, bro. I like the fucking movie. <laughs> like, That's what popped in my head after you said Equilibrium. You're like, man, I, I kind of like this movie. Like, it's not that bad. And then I'm like, oh, you don't think that's bad. You haven't seen Harsh Times. You'll like that movie a Harsh lot. Harsh Times was fucking well-written, well-acted, like... Christian Bale, two thumbs up for that one, dude. I'm actually glad the mail service fucked up and gave me two. I ended up having two copies of this movie, mm. so you could have one because that's fucking dope, bro. Now I have all of David Ayer's movies. <laughs> nice. Fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad I finally found one through you all did. the rubble. You did, man. Like, and you know, like that's what I said, man. This movie just like he. It's not that he borrowed certain aspects or, or not certain things from other movies, but just the vibe off of them, like the suits. Mm-hmm. That was a nice touch. The 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 um, dialogue, even with minor characters, when they're punking that dude at the fucking gas station yeah. about only selling him Lucy's. 
Dude fucking speaks fucking Korean to him. Yeah. He ain't expecting that shit. And I don't know what he says to him in Korean because it doesn't give you that subtitle. Mm-hmm. But I'm assuming it's some real shit <laughs> because the Korean dude looks like he just, just saw a fucking ghost. Yeah, and he just lets him. And he just puts the fucking cigarettes in his pocket and drops like a dollar and quarters and dips the fuck out. <laughs> he's like, bro, you real deal losing your shit, man. He's like, you just straight fucking ran over that dude in there. And he's like, fuck him. Like... <laughs> He's like, nah, bro, we were wearing suits. He thought we were cops. Yeah, right. That's why he didn't talk about fines They even say somewhere else, I don't remember later, but they're like, are you guys cops? Like, because they're wearing the suits yep, or whatever. Yep. Oh, Terry Crews asked him. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, you motherfuckers on my front porch with suits on and shit. I didn't know what was going on. Y'all had me <laughs> fucking up. And uh, but, I'm yeah. glad you appreciate the writing, too, because that's what I liked about it so much. Well, if you notice, dude, David Ayer writes a lot of his shit. Mm-hmm. Like, he wrote into Watch. He wrote... Uh, uh, he didn't get to write Suicide Squad, but I mean, I think he tried, but they wouldn't let him. I'm pretty sure he wrote Fury, dude. Uh, probably. I know he wrote Bright. I love Bright. You don't like Bright. I love Bright. I don't care for Bright. It's just too heavy handed for me. Like, he yeah, tried. It's about he racism. took a swing, bro. He went in a different direction. I don't I hate it. Like. It's just not my favorite. Uh, I mean, maybe Bright Two will change your mind, dude. They're doing it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They I just gotta wait realize. on fucking Bruce or uh, Will Smith to stop making all these fucking movies. <laughs> He's getting old. He's trying to crank him out, bro. I was so upset when I heard he wasn't going to be in the Suicide Squad. Because if anybody could have made that shit popping, it's James Gunn, dude. Because mm-hmm. I love the Guardians. Yeah, and I think that that's his niche, man. He finds a way to make it different, or not so much different, but still enjoyable. It's you don't feel like you're watching the same fucking superhero movie. Exactly. You've been watching. My wife and I fucking love Guardians. Uh, I thought both of them were really good. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for the third one. Me too. But. uh Will Smith had the choice that he could either do Suicide Squad 2 or Bad Boys 3. And that, that would have been the only time I said, thank God he did Bad Boys 3, bro. Because I love the Bad Boys series, man. That is my guilty pleasure, bro. Just the dumbest fucking action movies with the great comedy. Him and Martin Lawrence have the greatest fucking chemistry, man. They do have really good chemistry. I'll give you that. But I mean, Even if you're movies... not a fan of shoot 'em up movies, you still like that movie just because of how much they fucking... That's exactly what I was going to say. Like, those movies aren't great, but they're a good time. There's bullets flying. Shit's get... People are getting shot. And fucking Martin Lawrence and him are fucking arguing about dumb shit. I was just like... <laughs> That's hilarious, man. It's a shame that they had a wheelbarrow like fucking Martin Lawrence on set, though, because he's gotten so large. You know, he still lost a lot of weight to get Did on he? there, though. Yeah, because he, <laughs> I mean, like, dude, you're standing next to Will Smith, who's like fucking. True. 50, At that age, and he's like, he's looks Benjamin like a 20 and shit, like, mm-hmm. you know. He just made a movie where he kicked his fucking younger self's ass. So, like, what does that tell you? I heard that was a shit movie. I didn't watch it. Dude, but... it lost a fuck ton of money for that studio. Yeah. That, uh, Will Smith doesn't have the pull that he used to. Like, put him in a good movie and he'll have a little bit more pull, but shit, he man. can't. They made him the genie and that shit made like a fucking billion dollars. It was Aladdin. Like, it was going to make its money anyway. I still, I haven't watched it because I feel like it's disrespectful to Robin Williams. No, it's, he does put his own spin on it. Like, he, he doesn't take anything from Robin Williams. I really believe that. You watched it? Yeah. You liked it? My wife fucking loves it. So, it's okay. It's... It's not bad. Like, I saw some reviews online that shit on it really bad. Like, this is the worst thing that Disney's done, 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 So my wife and I went to the theater and watched it. I'm like, it's not that bad. Like, you guys are being a little too hard on it. Well, that's what everybody kept telling me about Lion King. They said it's the same fucking movie as the animated movie, bro. It's just with CGI now. Yeah, I heard the worst part is because there's no, like, facial expressions because it's real lions. Right. So that's the part that, like, misses Oh, I didn't out. know they used real, real lions. Not real lions, but, like, it's... 
photorealistic. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. lions don't really have facial expressions. They ain't smiling and shit, yeah. <laughs> Singing and dancing and all that. Like, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. they have to make them like as realistic as possible. And that's that. what people miss out on is the cartoony yeah. expressions. Um, well, dude, like I was going to be excited for Mulan because I was like, all right, well, I love Mulan. You know, that's like one of my favorite animated movies. Eddie Murphy is the fucking dragon, bro. It's hilarious, dude. <laughs> fucking Mushu. For some reason, I didn't want to watch that one. Dude, they're not even putting Mushu in the motherfucker. Like, who's I gonna, heard that. I don't want to watch that. Yeah. I don't want to watch that. Like, I feel like I've seen that movie. Crouch hey, Tiger, Hidden Dragon. It's like, it's like Aladdin and not putting the genie in it. Exactly. Which prefer- would have been preferable to me, but... No, he I don't does give a, a fuck, job. man. When you do, when Robin Williams does that good a job, mm-hmm. you fucking re CGI his ass in that movie if you have to. Like that is his character, bro. I feel like it would have been disrespectful to do that though, because he doesn't have a say so on what goes into it. So he would have wanted the check. You think <laughs> he would have wanted the check? My boy was about his money. Uh, yeah. It would have been great to see like a live action with Robin Williams. That would have been great. It would have been hilarious, dude. You know he would have went harder. Oh hell yeah! You know what I mean? He's all the way to the end. He was still very animated in everything he did. Mm-hmm. Like so, yeah, I think it would have been good. I hear about a lot of celebrities like passing away, and like nine times out of ten, I'm like, sucks. Robin Williams, I think I shed a tear. I did fucking cry when Rob Williams died, bro. I was very upset. I was not ashamed of my fucking tears either. Like, because Jumanji, like I watched that movie so much as a kid. I loved it so much. There's like only a handful of actors that when they go, I will cry like that for mm-hmm. you know. But it's just because they've given me so much exactly enjoyment and entertainment. They're over such the like years. a big part of your life. Yep, and I feel like I grew up on Robin Williams. Yeah, like uh, all movies when I was a kid, I was same in here. that niche. You know what I mean? Yep. And uh, it'll be the same way with like when Bruce Willis goes, and like uh, fucking Tom Hanks, dog. Like Tom Hanks is a great fucking actor. It's probably one of my favorite actors. Is it really? I didn't I know love that. Tom Hanks, dude. Because he brings that fucking heat to any role, man. I'm not... I can't think of one... I'm not taking anything away from him, but he's not my favorite, but he is a great actor. i put it this way, dude. I've never seen a Tom Hanks movie where it's just bad. That's true. It's just straight bad. That's like, fair. Even if the movie wasn't great, he still held it up on his own. Yeah. The, I even uh, watched a four-hour movie about him on a fucking island. That's what I was about to say. You know like, saying? if it was anybody else but him, I don't think I would have given a shit about that movie. For real, though. Um, you watched all a lock with him in a fucking car, bro, because it's Tom Hardy. I'm the same way. I love Tom Hardy. Like I would have watched it, but that's how it was with Castaway with me and Tom Hanks. Like, yeah. you just get through it. I watched Ryan Reynolds buried in a fucking coffin for an hour and a half. Like, fucking Forrest Gump, one of the greatest movies ever made. Fucking love Forrest Gump, bro. If you don't like Forrest Gump, you don't have a soul. Yeah, like, you're you not American, I mean? <laughs> right? Uh, Two bet like six presidents, fucking won gold medals and shit, like. It's that dude. Yep. Mine is probably Robert De Niro. Like, I'll probably oh, literally cry yeah, if he I'm dies. Yeah, I'm going to cry. When, and Pacino. When Pacino goes, I'll cry too. Yeah. I love those guys. Like, like Robert De Niro's gave, given me so much. Yeah. Like, a lot of my favorite movies are because of Robert De Niro. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's depressing. Shows you how to be a man, dog. Like, that's De Niro, bro. Yeah. Like, I do shit in my life today because Robert De Niro would be disappointed in me if I did that. You know what I'm saying? That's how I feel about Robert De Niro. Exactly. When, you're hit, when your kid hits, like, 12 years old, just make him watch all oh, the Robert yeah, De Niro yeah, movies. Like, that's all we're doing. That'll put him into manhood. It's for real, though. We're going to have facial hair after we get done with this shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> your voice is going to be deeper. 
It would be like, eh, eh. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe. Like I told you, you have a good Robert De Niro face. Like I've been watching it long enough. Yeah, yeah should have it by now. So, what's your rating on Harsh Times? I'm gonna give it a fucking eight, dude. Eight? Yeah, we'll give it an eight, maybe a nine. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, it was really good. It was right up my alley, man. Thanks for letting me have it, dude, because that's definitely one that I would watch again. Definitely. I put it right up there with Training Day. It, it had a good enough story that it doesn't matter where I would turn it on at. If it was playing, I would definitely watch it. I'm really glad. Like, I do love this movie. I'm glad I finally, like, bought a copy of it because I think about it all the time. Like, man, that movie fucked me up. But what I was going to say earlier is I really have a type <laughs> when it comes to movie. Like, I thought I had a type. Like, mm. I really like movies where people are, like, you know, losing their shit. No, I really like those oh, kind of movies. I love that shit. Because yeah. I'm, because we watched theme. Joker recently. Yeah. I fell in love with that fucking movie. Uh, like, I've when wanted people... to watch Joker since we went and saw it. Like, Me it was too. that good. The only movie that, and I know why I would want to watch the other one so bad again, is just because it's fucking hilarious. But I wanted to watch Joker again right now. I still want to watch Joker again. And I really want to watch Zombie Land Double Tap again. That shit was fucking hilarious, it. bro. My if you like the first one, you're going to love this one, too. Maybe when my wife and I are in Chicago this coming up week, we'll make a trip to the movies and go see Zombieland, too. You should not. While you're in Chicago, you should not make time to go to a movie. No, we you do. You go to a movie here, bro, in your everyday life. You're supposed to be living your best life out there, dude. <laughs> we do, though. Yeah. We watched the uh, live-action Lion King in Chicago. Did you? Mm-hmm. I, think my, I think my wife's seen that. I have to say that, like... When I say we watched a movie in Chicago, you think we went to like a really nice, like pristine, like like a really nice movie, movie theater. theater. Yeah. Fuck no. <laughs> shithole, huh? That shit was a shithole in the wall. Like the uh, bathroom had a bucket under it because the because you know in the urinals there's a pipe that goes under because of a uh, water right. pressure or whatever. It was leaking into the bucket, and they're just like, good enough. <laughs> Ugh. I was like, this is the nastiest shit. But it's a good movie. Hands. Wash your hands for you come Fucking back. sanitize yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. It's not in the budget, man. You want to watch the movie or you want fucking plumbing that works? You know? <laughs> exactly. But uh, like I was saying, after watching this one, I'm like, man, I really have a type when it comes to movies. I fucking love when people are just losing their shit. I don't know why. Yeah. Joker was like that at its best. It's It made itself... In my top 10, I think. Like, I hate to say that because it's such a new movie, but I loved it so much. And I'm like, I think this is my new favorite movie. It has the potential. I need to rewatch it a couple more times, but I really think it's up there with, like, I know a lot of people compare it to Taxi Driver, but it made itself its own thing. Like, it it derived a little bit, but it still made itself its own thing. I'll tell you you why I don't think it'll make it into my top 10, just because it takes so much out of you, bro. Mm -hmm. Because... You just get so emotionally involved in what is going on with this fucking guy. Yeah. And you feel bad for him. And then, like, at the end of it, you know everything he did was fucked up and wrong. And, like, as people, you know you're not supposed to do that shit. But you almost are, like... Sympathetic. I fucking see why he did it. Like, I'd be there, too. And it fucks with you mind. Like, <laughs> I'm a good person. I don't murder people. Like, what the fuck am I saying? But, but if, if I, I was would... that guy, I fucking would murdered some people, dude. Yep. You know what I mean? And that's why it's so great. But it's one of those movies that I can't just put that bitch on on a Tuesday. I'm I'm, I'm going to watch it a few more times. I can't wait for it to come out on DVD so I can just watch oh, it. Oh, definitely buying that bitch. Like, for sure. But uh, yeah, it's one of those movies that's just like... Whew. Speaking of, I'm glad we're talking about this because 
it made more money than Deadpool. Uh, oh yeah, it's the highest, highest rated R ever. Yeah, ever. and I wanted to talk about this because I'm so fucking happy this is happening. Logan made a shit ton of money. Yeah. Deadpool made a shit ton of money. Joker made a shit ton of money. It goes to show these studios we want to see rated R movies that are good. Like give the fucking we were talking about this on one of the other podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Like give the directors create right. creative freedom. They're gonna make you money. Get your fucking hands out of the pot. That's the thing about it, though, with Marvel, is Marvel's got that formula down so pat that it's really more of a risk for them taking that chance to go for rated R than it is for DC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because DC doesn't give a fuck. Uh, Warner <laughs> Brothers, we might as well say Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers don't give a fuck. Like, they'll play with the house money. Yeah, right. But I don't even mean, like, uh, comic book movies, just rated R movies in general. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I want you guys to go for the fences, like... Give creative freedom to these directors. Push that shit all the way to the line. Yeah, exactly. Like, if we do this, it's it's unrated. We can't put it in Like, theaters. yeah, not go NC-17, but don't be right. so fucking scared of R. Right, exactly. Like, we can make some good fucking movies now. Like, I think we're on Dude, the they come They make up. you have a rated R if somebody smokes a cigarette in a movie. It has to be rated R now. Yeah, it's fucking like, stupid. The rules for it is ridiculous. If they say fuck one time, it's fucking rated R. It's No, you have one fuck in a PG-13. Oh, is it one? Okay, two. Two fucks, it's rated R. So stupid. Yeah, man. Fucking old white women. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have uh, said that. But... Old, yeah. <laughs> Just old people in general and fucking like <laughs> conservative motherfuckers, you mm-hmm. know? But, but I really feel like movies are on the incline. <clears throat> Excuse me. Creatively, yeah. They're giving them a little bit more freedom because they realize Certain ones. But you notice that it's only the it's only the veterans that are getting that freedom now. That's true. You know what I mean? Like you won't see a lot of well. I say that, but Jordan Peele, he, he, they say he fucking knocked down a bunch of shit when he did fucking uh, the first one. Get Out. Get Out, yeah. You know, like, they said, you can't do this, you can't do that, and he made a fucking half a billion dollars off of, like, a fucking no budget. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but he's a good writer, storyteller. Like, I enjoyed Us, even though didn't make a lot of sense some of the time i just don't enjoy it all i'm saying is is like he's one of the first people in a while that you watched a movie that wasn't based off of a written book it wasn't based off of a comic it wasn't based off of this or that mm-hmm. it wasn't a reboot you know it was what an I mean? original movie it was that an original movie. movie you know what i mean and like if you look at all the hits lately it comes from and i'm not saying anything wrong with it obviously books are great i read all the fucking time you know yeah. what i mean and a lot of great stories come from fiction non-fiction whatever but if I've seen it already, you have to come with another fucking level of heat. Yep. And this is what I was talking to my wife about. I don't remember what we were watching, but I pa- I literally, we were probably watching Idle Hands, which we were going to talk about later yeah. after this one. But I think we were watching Idle Hands. I paused the movie and I'm like, this is why I fucking love the 90s. Mm-hmm. Like, she's like, what do you mean? I was like, because they swung for the fences at the 90s. They made everything yeah like they made the dumbest shit but it's mm. so much fun like some of the 90s movies are such dog shit but we have such an attachment to it because they were just like right. different everything was different it's not based off something well, from before and was... you gotta think man the star power has changed too mm-hmm. you know the people that were getting away with that shit back then they were established enough that they could just be like fuck it this guy's gonna make the money back alone with his face yeah it maybe it bombed maybe it did really good i've seen a lot plenty of shitty movies from the 90s that did fucking fantastically well financially that are dog shit uh, and then you've seen movies day. that are great that have made no fucking money yep definitely i mean look at clerks man that shit didn't do no money at the movie theater 
the one that won the independent film or mm-hmm. whatever won the award. And it's a cult classic to And then this it went day. to DVD, and Kevin Smith will tell you to this day he's made more millions off of that bitch than, than anybody would have ever gave him credit for. Yep. Not saying it always has to be a big budget, but that is the problem I see with movies nowadays is like we got the formula down. We know the fucking kids are going to come. We know the parents are going to come. We just got to make it just an interesting enough for these grown people, these grown children to mm-hmm. enjoy it. And you're going to make your money every yeah. time. They're still getting me. Star Wars 9's coming out. Who the <laughs> fuck do you think is going to be their first day? This fucking guy. Did you, know you actually I mean? get tickets? Not yet. I ain't that dead. I ain't Steve-O. Shout out to Steve-O. I ain't that dedicated. Yet, I know. He's, he said they sold out in seconds. I believe it, dude. Like, I'm probably not going to be able to go see it opening night, but like, <laughs> I am going to go see that bitch while I'm off. I would really but, like to get all three of us together and talk about it. He said he's down for it. Yeah, we should definitely try to get him out of the shell for that one, dude. You That'd and him. episode. You and him are like huge Star Wars fans. Like, yeah. like I said, I like Star Wars. Don't love it. So right. I don't think I have a whole lot to offer. He'll, yeah, it'll be a good conversation, though. And you have seen them, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So it's not like you won't know what the fuck's going on. That's true. I wouldn't want to do it if that was the case. Like, yeah. if you just didn't watch them at all. <laughs> like, then that would, I'd feel like, shit, we're sitting here fucking going nerd back and forth for an hour and a half, and you're just like, yeah, that was a great episode, guys. Uh, I didn't get one more. All I did was the intro. Thanks. Hey, I'm cool with that. If you and Steve-O go nerd out on Star Wars, I'm like 100% okay with that. No, I wanted to be like our last one with Mick. You know, shout out to Mick because I thought all three of us had a great conversation that day. Definitely. uh, That was a good episode. Mm -hmm. I'd like to get Mick back on on one of these days. Oh, yeah. We're going to get him back on. I just, things have been crazy lately. Oh, yeah, 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 man. Everybody's got shit going on. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Good job, buddy. You did a good one. Mm Mm-hmm. You can give yourself a pat on the back for that one. Yeah, he's he's being very judgmental of himself. He's like, man, I couldn't stay on topic. I'm like, yeah, but that's you, Mick. That's why I love you. You're just so passionate about everything. And ah, I, fuck, dude. I mean, that's what we do this for. We do it because we like doing that shit. Yeah, we're gonna talk about these movies regardless. I figured we'd record it and people maybe get some entertainment out exactly, of it. Exactly, bro. We do what the fuck we want, like big dicks. Yep. In a locker room, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> So, loved harsh times. Loved harsh times, bro. Next up's Idle Hands, man. Idle Hands. Let's see what I thought I am. It. I am interested to see, because I told you you'd either love it or hate it. So What's funny is I let it marinate a little bit, so my opinion has actually swayed from when I first stopped, when I first watched it, so. It happens. Yeah. Let's see what uh, I think. I'm looking forward to it. See y'all. <laughs> Later. <laughs>